Hi, everybody. Welcome to a special update episode of Tesla, the Life and Times podcast, which I am calling Tesla in the Time of Coronavirus. Uh, this is going to be a short little update episode, which will be a little more freeform uh, and a little less edited than uh, a regular episode. So please forgive me if I ramble or if things seem a little rough because this is sort of essentially a live take. Normally, I edit myself to sound a lot more intelligent than I actually am. Hello. It's been a long time. Uh, Sorry about that. It has been an unconscionably long time since my last episode. I think uh, as I look at a calendar, I'm edging up towards, is it a year? Oh, dear. Um, Sorry to have been MIA for so long. Uh, I can only blame uh, life stuff. Uh, None of it bad, uh, thankfully. Um, just having a, having a kid and then switching jobs, uh, turns out to eat up a lot of your free time that you would otherwise have dedicated to your podcast. So I apologize. Thank you for all of you who have continued to listen or who have joined, uh, the show, listening to the show in the last say year. So thank you for sticking with me. And, and for those of you who reached out uh, again, to make sure that I wasn't dead, Uh, Thank you for that. I thankfully am not dead. So speaking of coronavirus, um, this is a very strange time. If you're listening to this uh, in at some date in the future, uh, particularly if you know how all of this uh, ends up playing out, um, if you could invent some kind of time machine and come back and just kind of give us a heads up, that would be appreciated. Failing that, uh, if you are listening in more kind of real time, I hope you are safe and well. Uh, and that you continue to be so. Um, depending on where you are in the world, there are a lot of people uh, who listen all over the world. There's a lot of uh, listeners in the United States. I know various uh, jurisdictions have either opened already or are reopening after uh, periods of lockdown, uh, shorter or longer, depending on where you're at. Um, w- at this point, I guess we have to see how that goes. Uh, no one is really quite sure what's going to happen. There are of course, competing, uh, ideas of how things might unfold. Uh, hopefully the worst projections are not the ones that come to pass. Uh, so I hope that everybody will, uh, do your best to maintain social distance. Uh, even if you are uh, out and about, or if you have to return to work, uh, I am thankfully lucky enough to be able to work from home. So, Um, it's kind of been, except for having my kids underfoot, uh, all the time, it's not really been that much of a change from my regular life. I still come down here to the basement every day and, uh, and write all of my, my, my stuff for work. So, but it's a very strange, a very strange time. And, uh, you know, you may remember that I write science fiction as well. And I sort of feel like this is, we're living through a really bad science fiction novel right now. Like if I was saying to someone, if I had written this, and had submitted it to an editor, they would have sent it back as unrealistic. Like, really? People hoard, hoarding toilet paper? That's the thing they're going to hoard? No, that's... Come on. No one will No one will believe this. One of the things I wanted to mention is um, on my personal uh, website, blog, at kotowich.com, I actually found a really interesting infographic um, call about the history of pandemics uh, that I posted there just to give everybody some perspective on kind of the current crisis and sort of the choice before us in terms of I think for the first time, really, we have the ability to choose how bad this pandemic gets. 
I did a history of epidemiology course as part of my uh, master's of history of science that I've talked about before. Um, the course uh, epidemiology is, is sort of tracking uh, infectious disease and, and illness. Uh, so this was a history of how medicine has learned to track and control and prevent the spread of disease. And we talked about some of these earlier epidemics, things like smallpox or the uh, plague of Justinian or the Black Death, which killed, you know, 50% of the population of Europe in the, like the 14th century. Um, and you know, earlier epidemics were really, really scary stuff. And the best that medicine had to offer, I mean, they had no idea what was happening. Of course, uh, they just knew people were dropping dead all around them and medicine and in those eras essentially had, uh, nothing that they could offer these people it was essentially useless. So, you know, people were dropping dead by the millions and nobody could explain how or why, uh, or what to do about it. But what I've been taking some comfort in is the idea that unlike uh, those people in previous generations, uh, with this COVID-19 outbreak, it's really the first pandemic that we as a species on a global level have the power to control and to minimize. So, I mean, you know, think of that, like that's something that no other generation of human beings has been able to say. Uh, no, no one before us, uh, people alive in this era uh, have had the the technical or the scientific knowledge to identify and combat a plague in essentially real time, um, nor the instantaneous communication and coordination abilities that we have, again, on a global scale to institute, you know, meaningful quarantine and isolation, uh, both nationally and, and internationally. So try and remember that, you know, as bad as and as scary as things might seem, depending on where you are, um, we were alerted to this plague quite early. Um, we were able to, uh, rapidly, uh, sequence the genome of this, uh, virus so that we know in a really concrete way what we're dealing with. Experience with earlier, uh, would be pandemics like SARS, which I lived through here in Toronto in 2003, which was a very strange time. Um, of course, nothing to this degree. Um, uh, you know, that has taught us a lot about how to deal with this kind of thing, how to combat it. Um, so, you know, we know what we're up against, we know how it spreads and how to avoid it. Um, you know, we're already trialing, uh, antiviral drugs. They're already trialing. There's something like a couple of dozen different vaccine trials. Uh, there's something I was reading the other day about some kind of antibody that they're trying to source from llamas, uh, which made me think that we're all, you know, we'll all turn into that guy from Emperor's New Groove. Um, so, you know, this was all happening within months of this pandemic starting. So that's really unprecedented in human history and in, in, and in medical history. So, you know, take comfort in that, uh, because no generation before us could say anything about that, anything like that, about the pestilences that from time to time visited them, uh, like a rider on a pale horse and just cut down great swaths of people. So I know that being cooped up for weeks and months, uh, sucks. Uh, I'm here with three little kids, so believe me, I get it. Um, but if you go to my blog on kottawich.com and see this infographic, which is being uh, updated in, in sort of every other day or something like that. So it's showing you in, in relatively real time how the, uh, the pandemic is stacking up against previous pandemics. Um, it's still kind of a little pinhead of a, of a total uh, mortality count. Um, in comparison to past pandemics. So as scary as things are, uh, it's not as bad as it could be and hopefully will not get any worse than it has to be. 
Um, so the sacrifices you're all making that we are all making by social distancing and isolating, uh, they're working. So I hope that wherever you are, you are following the advice of, uh, medical experts and, uh, looking after yourselves and all of your, uh, the ones dear to you. Um, because those little things that we're all doing, uh, you know, sitting on the couch and watching Tiger King, uh, will help that tiny speck from becoming one of those giant catastrophic blobs that you'll see on this uh, infographic. Uh, that, you know, depict the toll of other pandemics in human history. So, so thank you for your sacrifice. Uh, and please wash your hands. This is kind of a weird time to be coming back to a podcast. <laughs> um, right in the middle of a pandemic, uh, which ironically has uh, apparently tanked a lot of uh, listening statistics for podcasts, all of the uh, stuff that I've been reading online says that because a lot of people listen to their podcasts when they're commuting, now that everybody has been locked up for, you know, going on a couple of months now, uh, podcast listening numbers have kind of uh, taken a real hit. I was looking at my numbers recently, and the week that everybody kind of went in lockdown, at least in North America, um, sort of middle of March, it, it dropped way down from what it normally is. Um, but it has been climbing back to uh, a more sort of regular level of listening. So I guess people are, uh, well, they've watched everything there is to watch on Netflix. That being said, um, I wanted to say a couple of thank yous. Um, I wanted to thank listener Tom, who, uh, whose Google foo is much better than mine. And he was able to locate, uh, the, uh, the Westinghouse switchboard from the world's fair that I was unable to locate a picture of, uh, it's glorious. It is, <laughs> it is everything I hoped it would be. If I had a time machine and could go back to the world's fair, it would probably be the first thing I would go see. I, you know, I'll, I'll ride the Ferris wheel later. Uh, I'm going to see the switchboard, then probably the giant cheese, but the switchboard first for sure. So, um, I've updated the show notes from the previous episode from the world's fair episode on, uh, teslapodcast.com, uh, with a little thanks to Tom. Uh, so you can go check out those pictures for Christmas. I got a really cool, uh, book that you might want to check out. And eventually when I get the book, the bookstore part of the teslapodcast.com website together, I'll put a link up there. The book is called biographic Tesla by Brian Clegg, C L E G G from Ammonite press. It's a really cool telling of Tesla's life and achievements in infographic format. It's a whole series of books like this, apparently, um, but this was a Tesla one. It's really, really cool and helps to uh, show you a lot of the things that we've been talking about in a really visual format. So if you're interested, uh, definitely check that book out. I also got a couple of really cool enamel pins uh, put out by the Unemployed Philosophers Guild. Uh, it's a picture, it's a sort of a bust of Nikola Tesla and then, uh, a Tesla coil, uh, shooting off all of its, uh, wonderful arcs of electricity, uh, in enamel pin format. So those are really cool, uh, Tesla related Christmas presents that I, uh, that I got. One disappointment while I was away was the fact that this fall, uh, despite the fact that the movie, the current war, which was about, of course, the war of the currents and Tesla and Edison and Westinghouse, Despite the fact that that movie finally saw the light of day after a couple of years in limbo, um, it didn't play here in Toronto, which means it essentially didn't play anywhere in Canada. I was really surprised by this. Um, I posted a note on the Tesla podcast Facebook group and a couple of people were kind enough to reach out and tell me that it was playing in Buffalo. 
And if my schedule had worked out differently, I was genuinely going to drive down to Buffalo for the day and see the, see a showing like a matinee showing. Um, unfortunately it just didn't work out that way. However, the movie has now finally been released, uh, to streaming services, uh, or at least for rental. Um, so I was able to check it out, which means that we will be having the Tesla goes to the movies, uh, episode of the podcast in which I review the current war, both for its sort of historical accuracy. And then also kind of just as you know, what I thought of it as a movie. In addition to that, uh, in the interim, there have also been a couple of other instances of Tesla in popular media, uh, new popular media that I thought would be worth talking about. Uh, one is a recent episode of the new season of Doctor Who, in which Tesla, uh, I think it's the episode's called Nikola Tesla's Night of Terror, um, which uh, I watched and uh, I'll be talking about shortly. Um, and then also apparently the the new remake of MacGyver has had a an episode where Tesla and I think Edison feature in a dream sequence. So I have that recorded to watch. Um, so I'm going to watch the new MacGyver show for you guys. So I hope, I hope that makes up for having been away so long. That's my punishment is I have to watch the new MacGyver show. All right. So here's how the schedule is going to work. I think. So this episode is going live just as soon as I finish recording it and uh, post it later the same day, around 9 PM Eastern time, uh, the new episode 24 of the podcast is going to uh, go live. That episode is going to look, uh, at 1893 at all of the things Tesla was doing in and around the world's fair and the preparation for the Niagara Falls contract, uh, which we'll talk about in a future, in a couple of episodes, essentially. So you're going to have this episode, is this update episode, you're going to have episode 24, uh, which will be out. Um, and then my plan is to next Monday have the Dr. Who Tesla goes to the movie episode for you. The Monday following that the MacGyver episode and following that the current war movie review episode. And then around the middle of June to have episode 25, which will look at 1894. And then once a month around the middle of the month, usually around the 15th or the Monday following the 15th of each month, I will be having new episodes of the podcast. Uh, so we'll have 24 this month, 25 next month, followed by 26, which will be the episode about the electrification of Niagara Falls, which will be one of the current war episodes, war of the current episodes. Uh, and then basically uh, one a month from here on out. That's my, that is my pledge. Um, now throw into that, in addition to a pandemic, uh, we've decided, you know, just because we wanted to have as many possible complications as we could in and around a pandemic, we've, uh, we've, uh, bought a house and are moving. So <laughs> my, as I speak to you, my basement is mostly in boxes. Um, but I'm going to, uh, work very hard over the next few weeks to have all of these episodes, uh, done and in the can before we move so that, uh, there will be no disruption so that come, so we'll be moving in June. So come July and August, there'll be episodes as regular. And one thing that I forgot to mention when I recorded episode 24, uh, is that for your pandemic, for your pandemic listening pleasure, 
Uh, one of my stories, which appeared in the magazine Intergalactic Medicine Show, which is now sadly defunct, um, is now available online for you to read. And so Intergalactic Medicine Show, after it shut down, they've released all of their archives. It was all behind a paywall, but essentially it's all there now for free for anybody to read. So the story that I had in IGMS was called Under the Shield, and it is an alternate history murder mystery featuring uh, Tesla and Tesla's technology uh, as kind of a key uh, central point in the alternate history. So um, if you'd like to go check that out, I will include a link in the show notes for episode 24. Um, so those will be live um, on Sunday, uh, May the May the 10th. Happy Mother's Day. Um, in the meantime, if you search my name and IGMS and Under the Shield, I think you should probably be able to find it. But the link will be live um, you know, shortly after this episode goes out. So if you want to find it, then you can. All right. Okay. I think that's it for me. Um, thank you for listening. Clearly this demonstrates my need for a script and heavy editing to, <laughs> to make this sound at all listenable. But, uh, I wanted to say again, thank you for listening, uh, while I've been, uh, just distracted by, uh, life. It is my, uh, my, sincere goal to try and uh keep this podcast to at least one episode a month um i was talking with somebody recently about sort of where we're at i think we're probably roughly halfway through maybe even slightly more than halfway through at this point i'm thrilled that you're still listening and i really do enjoy doing this and uh, i'm glad to be to be back at it so thank you again uh, i will shut up now and uh, look forward to episode 24 uh, publishing live around 9 p.m on sunday eastern standard time and or it's, it's daylight savings time now anyway uh thank you and uh, i will talk to you soon <laughs>